listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. So traditionally, um, the CBD oil could not contain any THC products at all. Um, that was across the board, uh, especially in the state of Georgia. They were pretty strict about that. Um, and then Delta 8 came along. And Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, everyone. Got a great episode for you today. I wanted to bring Tyler on, who is a pharmacy owner that has had some recent success with Delta 8. I know lots of pharmacists have questions about Delta 8. Um, you know, what type of patients, what's the response, all legal questions, you know, kind of all those things of how bringing it to your pharmacy might impact you positively or negatively. So bringing Tyler in, Tyler, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your pharmacy and where you're at. Hey, so I'm Tyler Young. Um, I'm a pharmacy owner in middle Georgia in a small town called Barnesville, Georgia. Uh, we have a pharmacy there that does about, about 400 scripts a day on average. We're steadily increasing that number. Um, and we've got a unique patient population and started to get a lot of questions about Delta 8 THC specifically and um, ended up doing some research and bringing that product in. And it's been a hit for us. Yeah, so for people who might be listening and thinking, I don't know exactly what Delta 8 is, um, it's under the CBD umbrella, and it's mm -hmm. a specific type. You can kind of get into a little bit of the chemistry, but it has different effects than what you might normally consider as CBD or even a broad-spectrum CBD has. And so tell us a little bit about exactly what Delta 8 is um, and how is it different than maybe the traditional CBD that pharmacies might be carrying on their shelf. So traditionally, um, the CBD oil could not contain any THC products at all. Um, that was across the board, uh, especially in the state of Georgia. They were pretty strict about that. Um, and then Delta 8 came along, and uh, I guess the best way to explain it is it's the isomer of Delta 9. So if you take Delta 9 and flip it, that's what Delta 8 is. And it falls under this gray area um, of the farm bill, the hemp farm bill uh, that was passed a few years back. And um, because it's technically not Delta 9, which is the main um, psych psychotropic ingredient in uh, marijuana, um, it's technically legal. And um, it has uh, not quite the uh, effect of giving you that high feeling. Um, it kind of produces a calming effect, um, relaxes you, produces some drowsiness, uh, but doesn't necessarily give you that head high that marijuana would give you normally. So when pharmacies are looking to bring this in, and I know I kind of got interested in this um, recently at NCPA, there was a bunch of, I don't know, I'll say buzz, <laughs> and no pun intended, uh, about Delta 8. And uh, I ran into a cannabis pharmacy and they were handing out like little samples. And, and then I live in Northern Texas and all over our highways in Northern Texas, there's huge billboards about Delta 8. And it's definitely getting out into the world. Um, and so when you say it's kind of a gray area legally, you know, where can pharmacies maybe find out what, what does their state consider? Like, where can they find out information 
because uh, I know many pharmacies, some pharmacies don't even carry CBD still because they're worried about the legal implications or their states have come out saying, you know, CBD is bad. But uh, so obviously in those states, probably Delta 8 would not be okay. But where are some resources that pharmacies might be able to understand the legal landscape for them in their states? Um, I would reach out to your state board of pharmacy first. Um, and if you have a good relationship with your uh, drug inspector who comes around, I would reach out to them as well. Uh, here in Georgia, when we talked to them, they basically told us that CBD is allowed and any product produced under the hemp farm bill is allowed. Um, so they're not going to tell us that we can't sell it. We just have to use our personal judgment, making sure we're getting a good quality product, uh, which will kind of lead me into my next point. Um, and then uh, cannabispharmacy.com that we purchase from, they provide a lot of resources as well. Um, I think that they may not have every state answered, uh, but the ones that they are shipping to, uh, they will try to work with you and make sure that you're getting a good quality product that your state board of pharmacy, your drug inspector, or the DEA won't come in and find you for or take it off the shelf. Yeah. And I think, you know, this whole concept of CBD and even marijuana or Delta eight, you know, being available at the pharmacy, I'm a big proponent of that. You know, we are the drug experts. We are the people who are supposed to be helping with the medicinal side of people's health. And, you know, whether we like it or not, <laughs> CBD, marijuana, CBN, you know, all, all the, whatever iterations come from the cannabis and hemp plant. Um, I think pharmacists really should be at the forefront. We should be the experts. People should not be going to gas stations or other, you know, back alley places to get stuff that's for their health. Like we should be leading this charge. And so where did you learn a little bit about, you know, Delta eight and even CBD, like where, where did you get your education from to feel confident to even, you know, sell these products within your pharmacy? Yeah. So my education on it came from some state meetings that we had uh, here in Georgia. We have an Academy of independent pharmacy, and uh, we had a lot of uh, meetings back before COVID, and then we started having some more again this year. And at those meetings, they would always talk about the CBD products that they were promoting. Uh, and then this year at our most recent meeting, they were talking about Delta-8 THC. And at the time, I'd had patients kind of start to ask about it, but I didn't know enough to even say if I could get it in, let alone if it was legal in the state and anything like that. Um, so after that meeting, uh, I reached out to CannabisPharmacy.com, and they provided a lot of education. They've got a, a great YouTube channel with a lot of good videos that kind of talk about Delta 8, what its effects are, um, how it is technically legal to sell in, in the state of Georgia. Um, and I figured that if I had patients asking about it, they were going to buy it somewhere. So I would rather them purchase it from me and they can purchase a product that we can guarantee the quality of, as opposed to buying it from, like you said, a gas station or buying it from some of these websites that may or may not have the best quality, um, you know, with their product. And the product that we started carrying, it's made by a compounding pharmacist. Uh, they batch test every product that comes out. They're able to check for any residual pesticides, any solvents, and they guarantee the, the strength of the product. And so um, when we started getting Delta 8 in, we carried two strengths, just a 10 milligram and a 25 milligram. There'd been a lot of bad press about um, Delta 8 falling into teenagers' hands or even kids' hands. And because it's gummy uh, most of the time, it does look like a piece of candy. So it'd be really tempting for a kid to go by and grab it. Um, so at our store, we only sell to patients who are 21 and over. Uh, federally, I think the tobacco age got raised to 21 and over. So we just kind of have a baseline of that. 
Uh, and if there's any question, we just ID them. Uh, and that's really to help make sure that it doesn't fall into the wrong hands. And carrying those two low strengths, it kind of helps alleviate the risk of a potential overdose. So the gummies are available online. I think you can buy maybe up to 100 milligram gummies. I'm sure there's even stronger gummies out there. Uh, but for most people, if you go above that 25 milligram gummy, you're going to really feel it. So we wanted to make sure we were carrying a, a good quality product in our store and that we did our homework on it, that we were getting something that was going to be good for people instead of some of these other products. Yeah, no, I think that's a really important point. And I'm, I'm, it, I'm very interested that you made it 21. Cause like you said, the federal smoking age raised to 21. I think that's very, uh, makes it very consistent and easy for your staff. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's a good rule in place that I definitely is going to recommend to other pharmacies. Now from a clinical perspective, you know, when you think of like Ananda professional or Pharmacana or, you know, some of these other CBD companies, a lot of times they educate pharmacists on how their CBD products help with pain or sleep or anxiety. Um, Ananda professional has women's health products, you know, for endometriosis and those kinds of things from a clinical perspective, what are you seeing patients come in for when they're asking for Delta eight, or you might be recommending Delta eight from a clinical perspective, what does that ideal patient look like? Uh, for us, our main target have been pe people that have sleep issues that aren't quite ready to try a prescription, but have kind of topped out on Benadryl or z or any of those others. Um, so the sleep patients are our main one. Uh, it tends to cause drowsiness rather quickly. And um, they've been our main target. Also, chronic pain patients have had some curiosity with it. Um, they were our main targets for CBD oil, just because CBD was heavily promoted as a, a pain management alternative or adjunct therapy. Uh, so we've also you know, started reaching out to those patients if they've asked us. Um, and so those are our two main demographics. And we do have some people who enjoy the um, kind of calming effect that it gives them and, and prefer to just use it for anxiety or even recreationally. Um, and legally there's no, um, nothing against that. So we, you know, sell it to them as well, but our main focus so far has been patients who are needing help with sleep. So switching to the business side, because obviously we're here, I'm here to help pharmacies increase their profitability, diversify their revenues. So from an OTC perspective, I love these products. You know, these are cash-based products where the patients have demand, you're providing the demand, you're providing a high quality product and you get to have this beautiful cash transaction with no PBNs with your mm -hmm. patients. It's like, what a concept. So from a, from a financial and, and business bottom line perspective, um, what has Delta eight done for your pharmacy? Like how much do you, in general terms, how much do you buy it for? How much do you sell it for? Are people balking at prices? Let's talk a little bit about, you know, the finances of Delta eight and the impact to your pharmacy. Yeah. So um, full disclosure, we've only had it for about five weeks. So long term, we haven't you know, been able to track exactly what this is going to do for us, but we expect these trends to continue. Uh, but we purchased it at about $16.99 per case of 30. So it's a little case of uh, 30 gummies and it uh, wholesales for $16.99. We retail it for $34.99. And most patients are more than happy to pay that. I think if you look online, you can get far less for far more, if that makes sense. So <laughs> people are paying more for less on the internet or at some of these other stores. And so uh, most of the time when they come in, if they've sampled other Delta 8 products in the past, they're very happy with the price point we've got it at. Um, so it's a 50% margin on every sale. And um, so far we've had it about, I think we got it in maybe around the middle of November. Um, we've done a 
about an additional thousand dollars in uh, OTC revenue just from that, and that's profit. So um, it's been really good. And if we can continue that trend, and, and you know, even if we add a thousand dollars a month to our OTC sales, that's going to make a, a very big impact for us long term. Yeah, I agree. The more that you can diversify away from PBMs and really take back control, because when you have an OTC supplement, and this is something I preach, I get on my soapbox with pharmacies that we need to be selling supplements to our people. Like you said, they're buying it somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's Delta eight CBD, the latest weight loss combination, you know, whatever that is, like they're buying it from somewhere, whether that's Amazon, GNC, big box store. And we need to be capturing those dollars. We as pharmacy owners are losing a ton of dollars that are being spent in our community because we're just not doing a good job of whether it's marketing, carrying the products that our patients want and asking for. And so it was, it was really exciting when I first talked to you on Facebook that you're like, Hey, I went out, I researched this. I had some patients ask about it. Like you, you were keeping your ear open Mm -hmm. to what your patients were wanting. And now you're providing something that right now is just a thousand dollars a month, which really isn't, is, is, uh, not nothing to be the, not too shabby. So, I mean, that Mm -hmm. you annualize that and that's an extra 12 grand, like you said, a profit, like that's, that's adding right to your bottom line, but I'm sure undoubtedly sales are going to increase even if it uh, doubles or triples. I mean, that's just massive amounts of cash that now you control, you know, those patients are coming in. What else? can you give them? You know, maybe you are selling them CBD. Maybe you are selling them some other OTC options, you know, just increasing that traffic to your pharmacy, I think is a, is a big boon. So I know one of the big barriers or concerns that pharmacies have is how is it going to be, how is my pharmacy going to be perceived? Does our other providers are going to balk at me? Are doctors going to think I'm, you know, now selling illegal drugs or something like that? Like what has been your response from other providers in your community um, to the fact that you're now selling Delta eight? Um, so far the response has been good. Um, none of the providers have really questioned it or, you know, said, Hey, uh, you don't need to be selling this or anything like that. Um, in fact, one of the people who started buying the Delta eight from us, they were already purchasing it from a doctor's office. Um, they were going to a pain management facility, I believe, and, uh, they were getting it from there. Um, and instead they would rather, you know, shop locally, they said, so they got it from us. Uh, so there are a lot of providers who are actually promoting its use already. Um, now, it is important to remember that this product will make you test positive for marijuana. So if you are at one of these providers, that's going to drug test you, um, for pain management or some other you know, medications or therapies that you're doing, then it's important to have that conversation with them up front. But for the most part, the response has been good. We did have some minor pushback from just a couple people that messaged me when we first started promoting it. Uh, they were concerned about all the news articles that were going around talking about overdoses. And I think once we laid, uh, laid out our, our policies and procedures for you know, only selling it to 21 and over, only carrying lower strengths and a good quality product, they seem to be fine with it. Um, you know, nobody accused us of you know, selling illegal drugs or anything like that. Um, and so, you know, like I said, the response has been good. And I think you, that pharmacy owners just kind of have to go for it if they're interested and have good policies and procedures in place to answer those questions that may come and deal with any pushback that you may get. Uh, thankfully for us, everybody's been pretty thankful with the exception of those few messages. And once I responded to them in a, in a nice educated fashion, I think they kind of turned to the other side and were like, okay, this makes sense. Um, it's not just, you know, anybody can go in and buy it. Uh, so I would encourage pharmacy owners not to be afraid of that pushback. In fact, go into that and uh, answer those questions accordingly. Um, it's our job to educate the public as much as we can about anything health related. 
And the, the more we can do that, the more we can build those relationships with our community and really start to make a difference. Could not agree more. I think anytime you get pushback for anything that you're carrying or doing in your pharmacy, it is an opportunity for you to showcase your expertise and to really come and rise to the occasion. So that's very exciting. I couldn't agree more. So, well, thank you, Tyler, for spending some time with us. Um, any other tips or recommendations for a pharmacy that might be considering to do this? Um, uh, how do you market it or, or how's your employees, you know, anything that about implementing and bringing Delta eight to your pharmacy that you want to share with them? Yeah. So our employees were actually excited to start carrying it. Um, I think anytime that they can have an opportunity to really, uh, help patients, they seem to be all for it. Um, especially when it comes to something that I can educate our employees on, and then they can go and educate others as well. So it's not a prescription therapy that I've got to be the one to talk to them about, or other pharmacists have to talk to them about. This is something they can do as well. And uh, our employees are really all for it. Uh, we've marketed mainly through Facebook and Instagram. Um, we're hoping to diversify our social media, maybe into TikTok as well. That seems to be really big in our area. And um, I think we can do a lot of education with that that we can't always do on Facebook. Uh, and then I would also encourage any owner to use your social media as a good marketing tool join all of your community Facebook pages. Um, like for here, we have the Barnesville discussion page, and then there's all kinds of iterations of that. So anytime that we have a new product or, you know, have a post, it gets shared to all those discussion pages. And, you know, we really generate a lot of traffic and, and good marketing through that. Um, and then as far as Delta 8 goes, I would say reach out to your board of pharmacy. Make sure that it's something that they're okay with you having. Um, in Georgia, obviously, it's it's fine. So if you're in Georgia, go for it. Um, but if you're in another state, uh, you know, reach out to them first. I would hate for you, know, you to get a product in, spend a good bit of money getting that inventory and then not be able to actually sell it. Uh, so reach out to them. Make sure that it, you're good to go. I would imagine, though, that because of the federal law with the hemp farm bill, that your state isn't going to have the authority to override that. Um, but again, they may have board policies in place that kind of make it very difficult for you. So just check with them first. Great advice, Tyler. Well, thank you for spending some time with us. I can't wait to check in on you in a few months and see how you're going. Maybe we'll get a little update for everybody because I know Delta 8 is a hot topic. So thank you so much for sharing. And if you're ever in Georgia, stop by Tyler's Pharmacy and check it out. So thank you so much, Tyler. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a pharmacy badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.